Greetings, and welcome aboard the Diecast Enterprise. This is Pags. Bullet. Jay. And tonight we are watching Season 2, Episode 13, Time Squared. Time Squared. In which Picard meets his future self, and they, they just don't care for each other. No, they don't really get along. Nope, nope, nope. Uh, Picard is uncharacteristically hostile towards his future self. Like, he is very not understanding of this whole predicament. But we'll get to that. I, I feel like, I, like we'll, we'll get to it, but I, I feel like part of it's just supposed to be uh, an illustration of the uncanny valley effect. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's him, but it can't be him because he's him. And yeah. that just creates a sense of revulsion within him. I understand. I guess, like, I mean, I, I, I guess I assume that they'd be, you know, more mentally prepared for that kind of thing, being like, you they know... They live they, with data? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they, they're, they live on a spaceship. They study these kind kind of weird anomalies on a not irregular basis. Yeah, but that, that's... I don't think as much it can prepare you for It's, it's that. an instinct level thing. I guess, I guess. Yeah. That, that's my read, anyway. Yeah. I just think that, well, I mean, maybe I guess it's just not fair now because, like, they've I mean, dealt with time travel shit so much. Yeah. I mean, the thing <laughs> is, like, you can you can spend your days on a space uh, starship traveling to the furthest reaches of the galaxies and be exposed to all sorts of wondrous things, foods, types of things to eat, but nothing will prepare you for a Riker's cooking. That's fair. <laughs> and this episode opens with uh, Riker making an omelette for... Uh, for his pals. For his pals. Although, it's not an omelette. It's just scrambled eggs, because that's not how you make an omelette. Yeah. He doesn't yeah. fold or anything. Yeah. It, no, it is no. just it's scrambled just, on a hot plate. He's just scrambling eggs on a hot plate, on a mm-hmm. square hot plate. Which, I, and I want to note that Pulaski shows up to their breakfast soiree with a, a big 40. thermos of malt yeah. liquor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like a was, huge thermos. It was ale. It works every oh. time. <laughs> yep. It's cold 45. Yeah, Riker. Right. <laughs> Riker invites Data, LaForge, Worf. Worf, and Pulaski over to his place for uh, for breakfast. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna make them an omelet with uh, with Oan eggs. Oan eggs, they're red and big. Yeah, uh, he only cracks one into the bowl, but there's like three eggs. It fills yeah. the bowl. Yeah. Um, Data observes that this is not a particularly efficient way to uh, to create sustenance, mm-hmm. but uh, our uh, our boy Riker dresses him down with like, hey, Data, 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 this is replicators are fine but they they lack artistry like you and i both know like why does data know that why would data know that well i guess data is trying to study you know what makes art art you know like he's starting true at this point he's started painting he's done that uh horse Mm. with a saxophone (laughs) (laughs) yeah so the omelet it doesn't go well for anyone except Worf. Worf loves it but all over it everyone else thinks it's revolting it's, it's some stellar Klingon well it's like you say you know start with weird ingredients yeah, yeah. what are you gonna get yeah exactly like yeah. one would have imagined that you know perhaps before a procuring these eggs, uh, Riker might have asked the question, oh hey, are these fit for human consumption? Do do humans like these eggs? Oh, oh god no. Yeah. No, no, humans can't stand these. These are disgusting. How will I know when they go off? Oh, well, <laughs> when they go red. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't ask that question. Oh no. But uh, breakfast doesn't last long because uh, the captain has called and wants Riker on the bridge because they found something. <laughs> there's there's a shuttlecraft just doing wheelies through space. Oh yeah, it's, oh, yeah. It's tumbling. It's it's an impressive effect actually yeah, for the time. Great. You know, it looks really good. This uh, this slowly revolving shuttlecraft as it tumbles through space. <laughs> uh, they catch it. They uh, bring it aboard. Uh, they're all like, "How could this be out here ahead of us?" Because obviously the Enterprise is out where nobody's gone before. Um, yeah. I particularly 
enjoyed the shot from inside the shuttle bay where the the person on the right hand side of the screen appeared to be taller than the shuttle pod he was standing beside uh like it could have been forced perspective but he wasn't standing on any kind of platform or anything so uh it just I think it's just a matter of the prop not being very big. Those are their, those are their compact shuttles. Yeah, yeah. Too. Like they were, you know, the it's sedan the smart shuttles. car. Yeah. Of, uh, yeah. of the uh, sh- of the shuttles. They have the different models for sure. Yeah. So they get it aboard. Uh, Riker and Worf go down to check it out, and oh shit! It's it's an Enterprise shuttle. It's shuttle number five. But look over there across the room. There's shuttle number five. What? One, one Enterprise. One shuttle one number shuttle. five. One Riker. One bridge. <laughs> Unfortunately, Worf does not flip out in the way we all wanted him to. Damn it, Worf. I think I think we were all on board with the he's, notion of like He's just, still just, he's still sluggish from the onlet. Yeah, he's I just want to see him. He ate but it should be noted he ate everyone's onlet <laughs> oh, and oh, yeah. finished yeah. off the beer yeah, before he's, he's coming like up a dog. To the bridge. You know, oh, yeah. everybody just <laughs> oh here, you take it. <laughs> yeah. I, I do like to picture him struggling to flip the the shuttlecraft yeah. out of just <laughs> fury. Yeah. That that would have been great. Like if, if this had become like a running thing for Worf that he just can't not cannot handle dualities. He doesn't and, like duplicates. Yep, no, <laughs> no, no, you know, like if Alexander had a twin brother and he killed one of them, <laughs> he would. <laughs> he should have killed both of them. So you know, that's, that's, <laughs> ouch. No, that's how Cleon. That's how Cleons work. The children, oh, yeah. the children are born in litters. Mm-hmm. The parents kill all but the strongest one. Oh, that's fair. That's mm-hmm. fair. That's seems, yeah. that's more than fair. Yeah, mm-hmm. but they're actually it's litters. They're identical. So it's like sextuplets, yeah. but you just you know, kill the one that seems the least sickly. <laughs> this is a real indictment of Alexander. Oh. <laughs> oh no! See, because his mom w- was only half Klingon, so oh. she wouldn't have gone in for that shit. Which is why Worf hates Alexander so much. She kept the runt of the litter. Oh no! <laughs> Out of defiance, she killed the strong ones and kept the weak one. Well, at least she was still down with murdering the rest of the children. Okay. okay. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, you, you're not gonna give up that opportunity. Yeah, she, she's no. only half. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's, yeah, exactly. She, that's, that's good eats, baby. Yeah, she's, yeah. she's just like shit. You know, do I dare live the dream and kill all of my offspring? Kill my offspring? Yeah. yeah. Um. So upon opening the shuttle and finding uh, Picard with like a lot of makeup on, like I mean, they, like his cheekbones are contoured mm. to like the nth degree. He is. I, I guess it's supposed to make him look like he's out of time or something. Like he, yeah, he's like, supposed to look weird. He, that he's been through some sort of ordeal. Yeah. He's seen some shit. So he went yeah. to. But uh, but yeah, like they they to to get this across, they have uh, really really brought out his cheekbones. Uh, they decide to get Picard down there to take a look at this, you know, because I mean, obviously, Captain, come down here. You'll, you'll probably want to like hook it with a stick or something. <laughs> you kind of got to see this. Yeah, Riker Riker's is pretty adamant about not explaining to him what's going on. So yeah, you got to see this for yourself. Yeah, I, I like. I imagine watching this that Riker is just really upset that it's not another him because of all of the like all, all of his erotic fanfic about himself almost came true this episode but but it was Picard I, give, it, I, give it a couple seasons bro. yeah I know give it a couple seasons uh, I do like to imagine that uh, while they're waiting for Picard to get down there it's like man he's gonna freak the fuck out yeah <laughs> Wait, what do you think he's some a, weird shit should, should we should we like reposition him for maximum effect what could we do <laughs> just pose him so yeah, he yeah. looks sexy should we, like, yeah should we like hang his junk out <laughs> oh weird what, what, do we do, what do we do out of his yeah yeah um, Picard comes down he is not happy 
happy to see himself. No. 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 Really, really troubled by this. And, uh... Pence Mike Dark, Zach Double. And why is he grabbing a scratch? <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? Um, so Pulaski, uh, he orders Pulaski to take him to sick bay. Uh, Deanna, who showed up with Picard despite not being asked. Yeah, he asked Data to... Or they they yeah. asked Data to come with him. Yeah, it's like, uh, Captain, get down here. Bring Data. So <laughs> Picard and Data show up, and for some reason, Deanna's in, in tow. She does a lot of tagging along in this episode. Yeah. There's a part, like, shortly after this where they're on the bridge and he leaves and it just cuts to her looking anxious and then, and then she taking follows. off after him. Like, I especially like... No one invited you, Deanna. <laughs> and then, of course, even later, still in the episode, he orders her to stay yeah. in sickbay and then she has a conversation with the doctor and leaves, then yeah. just leaves. Well, it's, it's like you tell a golden retriever to stay, but yeah. then it really wants to go. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. I know, because I'm stay for a couple of seconds. I, That's probably about as long as they want me to stay, I, it's right? It's probably good now. All right, let's go. There are more important things to be done. Oh, man. Um, so, basically, what the car comes... Yeah, yeah the, the clone of Picard is completely the clone. The, the the double of Picard is completely is incapacitated. So they take him to sick bay. Pulaski has a look at him. They're sort of asking him, "Can he be revived?" And she, she says, uh, "Oh, you know, well, he appears to be out of phase with uh, I don't know the current." Her description of that is really strange. I, I think the basic idea is that he's supposed to be basically polarized. Like uh, th- there's some yeah. he, he's all backwards somehow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which extends to the to the shuttle as well. Yeah, uh, for somehow well, being uh, well the shuttle. Shuttle's inoperable as well at yeah, first, so they're it's been popped out of time and everything's loopy. But they don't know that at first. They yeah, have to they figure out how that. to get the shuttle online. So they kind of Jordy and Data like dick around with the uh, the power system. Yeah, and for a bit. Jordy's all like, "I don't understand why this isn't working. This connection is idiot proof." <laughs> it's like, "Oh, Jordy, you really do walk into these things." Yeah. Oh, th- there's a part a little bit earlier before uh, before Picard leaves the the shuttle bay where they they get Jordy to come down to the the shuttle bay to take a look at. It. Yeah, and you know he's clearly busy in engineering, yeah. and like, all right, yeah, sure, yeah, I'll, I'll be I'll, right I'll, down. I'll be right like, down. Yeah, nobody else could have taken care of this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely. No, yeah. None of the other fucking people in engineering. I, I, I'm, a, I'm just in the middle of shit. Yeah, come on. Yeah. I, the, the chief, chief engineer, will come handle every little goddamn thing that you people whine about. That's what I'll do. It's classic management thing. Jesus, like, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Could have asked anybody to do this. Yeah. Where's Barkley? Make him go. <laughs> you don't want to know what he's doing. Yeah, oh, you don't want to know where Barkley is. Um. So eventually, <laughs> power surge from Holodeck Two. They uh, they they were they retrieved the logs. They they sussed it all out. This ship and Picard have come from six hours in the future. At which point, the Enterprise is going to be destroyed in this weird vortex thing. Yeah, they're able to they're able to finally get access to the logs of the shuttle. Which, and yeah, which the, show the Enterprise being destroyed horribly. Where well, Picard has left in a shuttle. Yeah, and basically, for some reason. the rest yeah. of the episode is just Picard being pissed the fuck off that he left the Enterprise. And it got destroyed. Well, it's it's a it's a waiting game from then on. Yeah, exactly. Realize, by the time they figure that out, there's about three and a half hours. There's still three and a half hours yeah. ahead of the time at which the events the, the Enterprise gets destroyed, according to the logs. So then they more or less just have to sit around. Yeah, and, wait and for unfortunately, it to that, that that that's to the episode's detriment, I think, because for the rest uh, of the episode, there's not a lot going on except you know Picard being grumpy, getting angry at his clone, that not doing any good, listening to Riker tell him pretty things about him. So. That, I enjoyed that's a really that scene. Cute scene. Yeah, that is pretty good. Oh, she's so cute when you're mad. Well, and especially because the way they're shot, it, it's like just their upper bodies and them leaning towards each other. It, it's it doesn't. It, we, we don't know their their place in spatial relation to each other. I it kind of looks like they're like leaning on a love seat. Mm-hmm. I assume they're leaning on a love seat, or they're or they're leaning over a giant bowl of spaghetti. That they're <laughs> 
candy you're just hearts. gonna you're yeah. gonna gonna wait for Riker to like nose a yeah, yeah, a, a meatball, right meatball over. over to uh, over to Picard exactly. You know, this the ship suddenly shakes. They jolt towards each other. Whoops! It's, it's yeah. kind of a cute scene with uh, yeah. Riker just telling Picard all, all these sweet things about how lovely he is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, listen, this is this is what I think you are. You're a big lovely. <laughs> oh, oh, stop number one. Go oh. on. You really are number one. <laughs> uh, well, they they kind of play around with the idea of what do you do in a situation where you know that a certain thing is going to happen, and decisions that you make between now and then lead you to that mm-hmm. road. So are they are their choices inevitably going to take them there, or you know they're sort of stuck in this mode of like what you yeah what, what can doubting you do? everything that you do in between and and, and you know, Worf d- reconsidering uh, every decision yeah Worf is the one who comes up with the idea that they're in sort of a Mobius strip that yeah. you know mm-hmm. time is twisted on itself and they're kind of just stuck in this loop where they're just going to have to repeat the same thing over and over again and, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they do eventually explore that notion much more effectively uh, in like season four I think is it season three or four I think it's four the Kelsey yeah. Grammer one yeah, yeah yeah and that time loop episode is a lot more fun than this one but uh, but they're coming at it from uh, from different angles uh, so the thing happens and the, the vortex shows up. Yeah, the Enterprise, Enterprise is stuck is, in it. Yeah, it's, it's, the Enterprise is basically stuck in a space toilet. Blue. It, it's, uh, like a, it's like a finger trap. Yeah, yeah. It, you know? The the harder they pull out, the the more they're they're pulled in. <laughs> the harder the D pulls out, the more. <laughs> the Enterprise D. Yeah, uh, like it, they get they put the the uh, warp engines to maximum, and it it just matches the force of them mm-hmm. until they have to shut the engines off. But now we've caught up with time enough that uh, Clone Picard is awake and fidgety, blasted by like this bolt of blue energy. Yeah, yeah, both like, of them do. A regular Picard. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the, both it of turns them. out the vortex yeah. is an entity, and yeah. it's fixated on Picard. Because it sees him as the brain of the yeah. Enterprise. And because there are two Picards on the ship now, it uh, it attacks both. Yeah. And this is where Picard realizes, aha, this is why I left the ship. Because if I leave the ship, the Entity will still be focused on me. And in during that time, the Enterprise may escape. But yeah. he knows that the Enterprise doesn't escape. Yeah. So now he's off to check in with uh, Picard 2 and, uh, and see what's up. And Picard 2 is all about getting to the shuttle and getting off the ship. He's essentially locked into the... Uh, into the events that he did the previous loop. Um, yeah, he's still not really 100% aware of his yeah. surroundings or what's going on. He's just, he just seems to be stuck in this script. Yeah, but Picard keeps keeps at him trying to, figuring out, trying to figure out what was your other option? What was your other option? How... What option did you say no to in favor of this idea? Yeah. Which makes me wonder... You know, could like, wouldn't he have come up with that option himself if like time is looping here? And uh... well, I guess the idea is that they've been fixated on another thing yeah. that uh, distracted them from what they would have normally approached. Mm-hmm. How how they would have uh, originally approached this Fair. issue. So he does eventually needle it out of Picard that what the the other option was to try not escaping the vortex, but just plowing right down into it. Yeah, the way out is through. And then Picard's like, okay, that's all I needed to know. <laughs> now you die. Now I have to kill you yeah and I, I don't think he did i don't think he did have to kill that picard but he did he, he went ahead and did it no he, man he prestige you can't have you can't have two picards around yeah but yeah. i mean that picard would have disappeared anyways like what it, if he didn't though i guess i mean 
He could have just killed them then. We could have limped along for several episodes with two Picards. Ah, that would have been amazing. Or, you know, this Picard, like, may- maybe this episode could have just given us a Picard that wasn't six hours ahead of us, but six seasons ahead of us, and they could have just saved him for the finale. Well, you mentioned that earlier. Yeah, the idea of him, like, he didn't, he, he becomes, you know, yeah. lu- lucid at sort of at the time when he would, at the time when he, you know, jumped back in time. So, yeah, like, if he, instead of it being six hours ahead, if he jumped back from six seasons in the future, so, or, you know, some yeah. indeterminate time in the future, he's just sitting down in sick bay for yeah. the next year and a half or something. Yeah, that I, I been feel funny. like, that been in, in terms of, uh, more modern TV filmmaking the, the way arcs tend to go yeah, it, yeah. it could have been a thing where they would have launched him back a fair distance in time and yeah. just had him as this weird thing that's yeah. there and looming for a great period of time that, mm-hmm. that could be resolved in future and, and that yep. would have been really interesting Yeah, because it's so drawn out to make up for an entire episode mm-hmm. yeah, but yeah. if it was a background thing over a lot of episodes it wouldn't be as it, it wouldn't feel as drawn out yeah. in a weird sort of way even sure. though it would take a longer period of time Sure. I don't know. It would have been an interesting way to go with that. Um, you but know. that's just not the way TV that's, was made at that time. Exactly. That's not the sort of serial. Maybe it'll be what something that'll happen with the new series. Which was just maybe. announced yeah, today. Just yeah, announced today. today. So I guess last year for uh, <laughs> for our listeners who are listening to this online. Uh, <laughs> well, I, probably. I, mean, I am it's, sure. It's already November. I am. Sh- it is November of 2015. <laughs> I'm editing this date out. <laughs> <laughs> It is November of 2015. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, You're wasting your breath. It's getting cut. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, there's a new there's a new Star Trek series coming out. Maybe uh, I'm curious to see how they'll handle uh, Star Trek now that uh, the landscape of storytelling on TV is so different than it was yeah. during the uh, original run of. I think in serialized. I think in current in current like TV storytelling mode, yeah, Picard would be it would be part of a longer arc, and Picard the, the future Picard would be dormant for a while. But then mm-hmm. when he woke up, he would it would be ridiculous. He would have like he would have like super martial arts power. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. It's like from the Matrix. Yeah, he's like a vampire ninja Picard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like yeah, it'd be it'd be uh, the uh, Star Trek zombie arc. Oh, oh no, no zombies. He's from the Zompocalypse. They better not do zombies. <laughs> Oh man! Um, so what what we get after this is probably my favorite moment in the entire episode, where uh, you know he, he kills himself and yeah. then he calls Pulaski down and Pulaski calls uh, O'Brien down to deal for with some, the mess for some special reason. guest yeah. card, yeah. all in yeah. <laughs> and he just stands there gaping at Picard's dead body yeah. for like a full minute. Yeah, yeah. She comes in, she checks. <laughs> he doesn't it, have she, any context. She either. looks at, uh, at him and then she leaves. You know, not saying a word. And she gets O'Brien. There's just sad O'Brien just standing there looking at the body like and he has not been in this episode yeah. he is not yeah, in the loop he, he doesn't, doesn't know what's going on it's like what the fuck oh, the car's dead like what yeah he's just, <laughs> just standing there like I don't know what to do um, Listen, I want I, I yeah. the transporter this is outside of my wheelhouse <laughs> and, and why did I get called down here did you yeah. guys want me to like beam him into space yeah, like, did, <laughs> did, do you want me to like toss him through the force field there like is that what you want because this normally warps job <laughs> yeah I, I really love that there's just a, a long silent take of him just standing there like hmm yeah. well that's a hell of a thing uh, <laughs> what <laughs> so we hop back up to the bridge and Picard you know is like he's got his plan it's like alright take us in and they go through the anomaly and it vanishes yeah and when that happens uh, future Picard and his shuttlecraft also vanish in front of uh, in front of O'Brien's unbelieving eyes you know his gape gets even bigger he's just like oh oh 
Oh, Faith and McGorick acting. Oh, it's great acting. Yeah. Oh, bless me lucky charms. It's it's just <clears throat> weird. Yeah. And, and I love that he is not in the episode at all, except this, just to witness this weird mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Special guest star. Yeah. So, you know, they're through. He reports up to the bridge. He's like, uh, hey, Captain, uh, the, the, the other one, the one you killed and the uh, and the ship, yeah. they, they're gone. The evidence what of do your you mean? Mur- the evidence of your murder is gone. I mean, I mean, they're not here any anymore. They just, they're not. They, oh. They vanished. Very well, then. And exactly as I planned. O'Brien, you've done it again. Yes. Well done, O'Brien, you miracle worker. Glad I could help. This is what you got that promotion for. (laughs) And and that's pretty much it. Yeah, it's it's weird because there's just a lot of empty space in this episode. Mm -hmm. Well, as we uh, were checking things out on the Memory Alpha, I mean, as we knew as great Star Trek fans, without the aid of the internet... We don't need research. ...is that uh, this was originally intended to lead into the upcoming Q-Who episode. Uh, It's one of the greats. Yeah, so this episode, it was going to turn out like that Q was responsible for that entity uh, which would make more sense because we never really get a reason as to why flying into the vortex wouldn't destroy them well and there, there's a thing they say about it being uh, that the, the force that causes it would be stronger than warp 10 mm-hmm. and like it, in my mind that, that did immediately remind me of Q-Hu yeah. because of what he does in that yeah, episode yeah he snaps his fingers and sends them to, across like, the fucking hurtling. galaxy yeah, and exactly. the Q have you know powers over the space time continuum it's mm-hmm. not impossible for the Q to jump anywhere in time at any point in time so you know when they're when they're spitballing you know oh you know how could this have happened you know I was surprised at that point that someone didn't say uh, Q could do it like do you yeah. think Q may be involved like this seems Q-ish to me I don't think the the, the crew seem to be ready to suggest it might be Q until later seasons yeah that, that's fair enough they haven't really had a whole lot of dealings with Q yet Are but two previous now at any rate that would have been interesting I would have been okay I would have been kind of cool with that uh, review in the in the later episode, uh, also cut out of this episode was a uh, a denouement where uh, oh more Riker, Riker cooking yeah, where dinner. Riker does some makeup cooking yes. uh, and makes them all uh, Alaskan stew, which everybody likes except for Worf, who uh, was really hoping for more omelets. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean that's it's cute, but I, I can see why they cut it. <laughs> yeah, because just a little too one cute. cooking one cooking. Scene per se. Yeah. yeah. You don't need it out. And, and the one was good. Mm-hmm. You don't really need to belabor the joke. No. Yeah. No. So, as far as episodes go, I mean, like, I don't have anything against this episode, but I feel like this episode had room for more in it. Like, I feel like they spent a lot of time doing not a lot of stuff. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I feel more could have been done just with Picard's existential revulsion at mm-hmm. his twin. And, and oh, yeah. yeah. That, that's a really interesting aspect of the story, and I feel more could have been done with that. Yeah, because, like, they, they, it's there, like, I mean, it's right on the surface. Picard is pissed. Oh man, yeah. at this thing because because of what he represents. Mm-hmm. But we don't really get a lot of uh, digging into that, and not with who it counts with most. You know, like the most we really get out of it uh, on that topic is Just the, Deanna talking it, psychology. Yeah, to yeah, uh, to, uh, to Pulaski. Pulaski. We don't get to de- deal with it with Picard himself. Not not even in in like his little uh, chat bro with, out. Yeah, with, yeah. When, like, with Riker, when, when, when he's yeah. having that cuddle session with Riker. 
Riker, they don't they don't really get into it either, you know. Uh, but that I mean that's okay. But this epi- I think this episode needed more, like whether it be uh, more time figuring out what's going on, or um, just just at least maybe one or two more points of interest to fill out the episode because it, it just feels kind of sparse to me. Like I mean, well, hell, we're we've finished summarizing the episode. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, like we're we're only like twenty five minutes in. Yeah, and you know we we, we talked about the Royale for a solid 50 minutes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I, and that's a dumb episode. It is a dumb episode. But there's much but, to speak of. Yeah, so that, you know, I mean, by that measure, I feel like this episode could have uh, could have reached higher. Yeah, like I feel there's, there's well, nothing I mean, that we haven't Well, I mean, like you yet. said, it's ground that they, they cover again later mm-hmm. and probably do yeah, better. Yeah, and which is good. Like, I mean, they, they do a more effective job in other episodes. It's We never really definitively get an explanation of how it is that the Picard traveled back in time. Like, whether that was caused by the explosion or whether yeah. it's the, the entity well, that I know, powers the, the vortex. We don't really know. This well, episode leaves a lot of open questions. We don't know how Picard went back in time. We don't know what that entity was. Neither do we know why flying into it was the correct course of action. I feel well, like the the reason he traveled back in time is that they were going warp 10 to escape it and then the explosion coupled with the power of the vortex sure. just sent the shuttle hurtling backwards. Yeah. I, that's, I don't that's know. as close as I can come to a concept behind it. You know? I don't know. Sure. Like, I don't think the Enterprise was going warp 10 when it was trying to escape. because Well, well we never see its, its death. Yeah. Or we just just via the We, we see a, a no, blurry explosion. Yeah. Uh, but again, it, it would have worked if it was the Q. Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah. yeah. That or been... if even if we'd just gotten some technobabble uh, explanation after the fact, you know, while we passed through it, our sensors got a good look at it. This was some kind of temporal vortex, whatever. A wizard and, did it. And, yeah, you know, just... A, a little... Except that it was supposed to be a living entity yeah. for some reason. At any rate, a little bit of technobabble could have could have come up with something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but but we didn't get that. That's all right. Yeah. Hmm. Not, not a lot else to say about this one. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, we get a little bit of character building with, with Riker, you know? Like, there's this is the first mention of his... Uh, Riker of his, never knew his mother! Yeah, and uh, also of his dad. But interestingly, uh, they don't... Or Pulaski doesn't mention that she knows Riker's dad. That's true. Which is going to come up uh, oh. in not too long Well, now. it can't be very long because there's not that many episodes left of this season. Exactly. We're, that's all the Pulaski you get. Yeah, so uh, coming up pretty soon is the episode where we find out Pulaski not only knows uh, Riker's dad, but also has kind of a thing for him. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting that that didn't get mentioned in this episode and makes you wonder, was that not yet a thing? Like, had they not yet uh, decided upon that? Probably well, not. Probably not, yeah. yeah. Which seems the likely explanation. Um, yeah, uh, we get that uh, Riker has an appreciation for, you know, manual cooking as opposed to just uh, just using a replicator, which I imagine, you know, by this point in time, most people are probably just really used to replicators to the point that, and it comes up in the series later on that mo- a lot of people are not only, you know, not interested in the notion of food made by hand, but are actively kind of grossed out by it. Well, I mean, these are people that... that are work on a starship to, I mean, people that would colonize a planet and choose a terrestrial life mm-hmm. may be more likely to have... Yeah. yeah. But like Keiko, for cooking. instance, she's totally grossed out by the notion of uh, of O'Brien's mom cooking for them. Keiko's thirsty. Keiko's a real pant load. Jeez, man. We'll get to that. Not for a couple of seasons, at least. Is it that far off, really? I 
think it's like season four where oh Keiko shows up. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. So anyway, I, I guess uh, rating time. Yeah. All right. Sure. Uh, yeah. I will give this a. Um, I don't know. I guess uh, I didn't really like this episode very much, but. I'll give it a lieutenant junior grade, so, you know, one solid pip, one empty pip. Uh, give it two and a half blue swirly things in space. <laughs> I will destroy you. No, that's not a real rating. Uh, this uh, joke is funny every single episode. It, it totally is. You know? It really is. Yep, yep. It never gets unfunny. Like, you know, like when people call me G-Off instead of Jeff, it never gets unfunny. It's the joke it's that, funnier every time It's the I joke hear. that keeps giving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To us, anyway. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, given, I'm going to give it a... Um, um, it would normally it would get an ensign, but because there's a doppelganger, it gets a second pip. So that'd be a full lieutenant. Okay. <laughs> I'm kind of inclined to go full lieutenant as well, just because I I don't th- I, I think it's a really interesting concept that they do kind of solidly. It's it's a good hard sci-fi concept, and there aren't any big plot holes that they they just don't really tend to explain it as much as they could, and it's sort of just has a lot of empty space in it. If it had been something that they'd done over a larger arc, I think it would have been really good. But here, it's just kind of okay. Mm-hmm. You know? and, and it's interesting. There are concepts that I like about it. Uh, so yeah, I, I'm going to say full lieutenant as well. Alright, so uh, two full lieutenants and one lieutenant junior grade. No. Yeah. Right on. There it is. That's an episode. could watch it, you know, if you want. It's, it's okay. It's not. I, I won't mind if you don't watch it, but you know, you probably already did if you're listening to this. So, you know, sorry. So uh, next week. Next week is the Icarus Factor is it Painsticks Worf's birthday party John yes. Tesh oh my god oh man next week is like you know it's it's like Christmas in November yeah we're, we're looking forward to this one a lot yeah oh man uh, and, and, and there's like some Wesley in this too because he's oh yeah Lee. no Wesley in this episode yeah yeah, well, yeah that's right no, Wesley didn't show up in this episode but he'll be back next time yes uh, bringing us Painsticks he'll be back next time on Star Trek so, the next generation <laughs> How exciting. <laughs> so this is Pags. Follow Jay. We will see you next time.